Welcome to this month's Johns Hopkins Home Care Group podcast. I'm Elizabeth Tracy. Hi, I'm Mary Myers, the president of Johns Hopkins Health System Home and Community-Based Services and the president and CEO of Johns Hopkins Home Care Group. Hi, I'm Denise Lannan, and I'm the executive director of Human Resources. I'm so excited that you're both here joining me today. This is wonderful. This is the second, of course, in the series of podcasts. And what we're going to focus on today is relative to workforce development, something that you've identified, Mary, as a previous goal and something that comes under the strategic goals of home and community-based services, a bigger organization that also encompasses the home care group. Yes, it is. It's really one of our major goals. What it means to me is attracting and retaining a very high caliber, dedicated, compassionate people to be able to serve our patients both now and in the future. That sounds like a really lofty goal. Are there any more details about that you'd like to share? Well, it's really important that we provide an environment that offers continual learning and growth opportunities, really to increase that retention and to help employees adapt to the changes that are happening in the healthcare environment. Denise, you're in HR. Maybe you'd like to expand or you could expand just a little bit further on this idea of career development and growth. Well, you know, we all want to learn and grow in our careers. And at Home Care Group, we offer a lot of fantastic opportunities to do that. We have different residents that come in for our pharmacy services, administrative residents that follow us for a year. We offer different learning opportunities for our employees through our benefits. So we offer employee tuition as well as dependent tuition. So not only are our employees able to take advantage of that, so can their dependents. Um, We also offer or partner, I should say, with our community, our colleges. We have a lot of clinical rotations that occur through Johns Hopkins Home Care Group. And we offer different types of opportunities for people to come into HR. And we can offer career counseling. So if somebody wants to make an appointment at Human Resources and get some directions as to maybe what they should do for their career, we can offer that to them as well. You frame that up as such a really positive experience. And I think often people who are employees are a little worried about going to HR and saying, hey, what can I do to expand my career potential? Mm-hmm. Well, again, we try to have an, that open door policy where people do come forward. We really want to help people. Some people kind of get stuck and don't know where to go. Um, There's different activities we can do to help them really determine and understand their high-level skills and abilities that they have and what kind of potential and what kind of career may match those. Maybe you could help me to understand what the steps would be in order for somebody to get engaged in this process. Well, basically, they could reach out to Human Resources, and they could contact me through email or give me a call, and then we would set up an appointment and have a one-on-one meeting and, and have that discussion. And after that, we would determine maybe what the best activities are for them to be able to pursue actually finding out more about themselves. Are there specific strategies that you can identify that may help people to both identify and then get on to this kind of a path? If someone wants to learn more about how they can contribute to the organization and develop their career, I would suggest the first thing that they do would be to sit down with their supervisor and discuss what they're thinking, okay? And maybe that supervisor um, or someone else can help to define or determine who a good mentor may be based off of their career goals. There are also other opportunities where you can do networking through professional organizations. For example, in human resources, we have a recruiters group that gets together, um, and these other types of professional organizations exist for other positions as well. And there's also resources in my learning. Is that right? Yes. People can actually just take a course or a series of courses to be certified. 
it's very easy to do. You just go into myjohnshopkins.edu and go to the My Learning icon, and there is a catalog of courses. And Skillsoft offers a host of things. For example, if you're into programming, IT type of services, you can become Microsoft certified. Mary, I wonder if you would mind sharing maybe a personal vignette about someone's journey through this and how they could start improving their skills so that they can step into a different position here at Johns Hopkins. When I think of a success story, the name Jim Van Daniker comes to mind. He started a home care group as a pharmacy technician a little over 10 years ago. He quickly advanced to the outpatient pharmacy operations analyst and then became a financial analyst too. Right from there, a financial project manager. He's now the assistant director for finance for Johns Hopkins Home Care Group. He made all that progress in less than 10 years. He used a tuition reimbursement to get his MBA from the Loyola University of Maryland and then participated in the manager cohort training as well as the financial leadership mentorship program. He often credits this success to Vicki Samani for being a true mentor for him throughout his career at Johns Hopkins Home Care Group. Excellent. You identified mentorship, both of you, as something that's really pivotal. How does one go about identifying an appropriate mentor? Well, I do know through the cohort series, they uh, like to initiate people identifying different mentors. So you can have a mentor that is throughout Johns Hopkins Medicine. So they have people who have signed up to be mentors. In some cases, you may want a mentor under Johns Hopkins Home Care Group. So again, your supervisor or someone in HR may be able to identify who might be appropriate for whatever type of career goal or development that you are looking for. Here's my last question. I'd like both of you to address it. No question that the workforce is changing. The baby boomers are retiring and the millennials are taking over. This is resulting in significant changes. How is the home care group going to address that changing workforce and the needs of that workforce? So I'd like to start off by saying we do have a strategic five-year plan, and we look at that plan to understand where we're going to be in the future and what kind of workforce we're going to need for the future and what kind of skills and competencies that they're going to need. Again, we're trying to have their quality people that are engaged. Then we have to look at what are our gaps and then look to see what kind of programs we can actually put in place and develop to fill that gap. Mary? Again, what I would say is that we're always trying to get people to seek out mentors, whether they be formal or informal mentors. So as we look at these programs, we try to match people with these type of mentors. They, they might not be where they are today, but they may be able to grow and learn from these individuals. Excellent. That is this month's podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. And I would remind listeners, you can send us emails at homecarepodcast at jhmi.edu. Last month, we invited you all to send us questions and comments and things you'd like us to talk about. And while Mary received a lot of email, and it's wonderful to have received that, Nobody sent in anything as far as what you'd like us to talk about. And there's a $100 Amazon gift card sitting out there, which I'm happy to take if nobody writes in. So please write in with your suggestions and your comments. Everything about this is welcome. Thank you so very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Remember, everybody, there's no place like home care. <laughs>